This show contains four-letter words and adult situations. But what did you expect? It's called Now That I'm Older. Other than watching Chick-fil-A commercials, I don't think I've ever interacted directly with a cow. Did you ever try to stand on top of the house and use garbage bags to no. like parachute yourself off? No, I was a stupid child. I was a fucking a moron. I understand a you know, basic understanding of basic physics. Imagine if you're on the ground and a fucking group of monkeys jumps up on top of a building where there's loose bricks and they start throwing bricks at you. That's when I shoot the goddamn monkey. I'm pro-animal, but I'm not a bitch. Sorry about my shit intro. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Now That I'm Older with Shane Smith and Ken Baldwin. A.K.A. KB Paperstacks, A.K.A. Baldwin Escobar, A.K.A. Danger Zone, A.K.A. Vanilla Thriller, and A.K.A. MC Killer B. No one calls you any of that. So before we get into this week's story, let me explain something. This week I'm reading notes from a cruise I did with my family about two years ago. And this was my first time leaving the continental U.S. and seeing the Caribbean Ocean and all the great stuff it had to offer. And for my first time ever leaving the continental U.S., I bought the drink package. Now, if you're a drinker, the premium drink package on a cruise is the stuff of legends. They give you access to every beer, every wine, every spirit, everything you want to drink, you get. And it's yours if you buy the drink package. So because my wife Nikki is not that big of a drinker, every night I would head off to the bars, have a couple of rum and cokes, and listen to the crazy-ass stories of some of my fellow cruisers. And then after I'd taken full advantage of the drink package and gotten myself good and wasted, I decided I'd sit down and write a little journal entry for each day. So with that said, here's this week's story, or as I'm calling it, stormy seas and shit. First day. What can I say? We got on the boat and leaving felt surreal. We left the United States, and I'm currently in the purgatory from Port Canaveral to Haiti. I've ate some of the best food I've ever had for free. Free is a fancy way of saying they charged us through our ass for the privilege of eating free. I've gotten in a whirlpool slash hot tub and froze my ass off, but overall I'm having a damn good time with my wife and son. Despite feeling like any moment now, the slight rocking will turn into a full-on assault on the boat from the waves, and we're going to capsize. All I can do is rely on the wisdom I gained from the movie Titanic, that the boat will take at least an hour to sink and there's bound to be a shitload of dialogue before that happens. P.S. I'm drunk as hell on free alcohol, and I'm using air quotes for free. In P.S.S., there is a shitload of old people here. Today was a full day at sea, and I gotta say, motion sickness finally swallowed me up and spat me out. I woke up in good spirits and ate a good breakfast, although we were disappointed with the powdered eggs that we were served. Me and the family made it to the top of the ship to get a view of the vast nothingness at sea and to see firsthand what 57 mile an hour winds feel like. This was a foreshadow of the copied ass dead we dealt with all day due to a freak storm. By lunchtime, the constant motion of the boat had me so nauseous I had to lay down for a nap. Right after I got up, my wife tells me we can put down a deposit on the next cruise and they'll give us a $500 credit for the next time we get on the boat. I told her, let's wait till this cruise is over, then we'll make a decision. She proceeded to tell me that she loved it, and then we should go ahead and just go ahead and do it. Later that night, she ends up with motion sickness. Needless to say, we're not putting a deposit down yet. By the way, the motion sickness makes you drink a lot less. Haiti tomorrow. Day 3. Okay guys, full disclosure, I'm drunk as I write this. Today was Haiti, and I gotta say, those dudes get a bad rap. The part I was in was gorgeous. We're talking crystal clear, pale blue water. We went on a cultural tour, we saw how peanut butter was made as well as yucca cakes and it was awesome. Followed by like an hour in the clearest water I've ever seen. Despite two sunburns out of three people, this was an awesome day. 
We still battle seasickness among the three of us with the little patches behind our ears for nausea, but we're having a good time. I'm taken aback to the single wide trailer I lived in as a kid when a trip like this was just a pipe dream. From there, I reminisce about how being so poor you look for change to satisfy your parents' nicotine addiction and imagining this as an ultimate goal, and I realize I'm here. At 38, I'm here. Not trying to brag, as I'm sure more than one of you guys has been on a cruise, but coming from nowhere to here makes me smile. By the way, I let my son try alcohol today in a fruity rum drink, and I gotta say, don't complain because I don't care. He's a damn good kid that does everything that's asked of him, so a little levity is not only expected, but appreciated. Well, the drinks are taking hold. Gotta run, but Jamaica tomorrow. So I could sit here and read you guys the other four days of vacation notes I took, but I gotta say, after this third day, I kind of just stopped taking or stopped getting drunk as I was writing these notes and started kind of just taking actual notes on what we had done for the day. So it wasn't nearly as awesome, but I did want to say, if you have a goal, if you have something that you really, really want to do and you don't believe it's ever going to be attainable, just remember, I used to live in a fucking trailer park and I ended up on a boat in the middle of the Caribbean ocean. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another week and Now That I'm Older, a show about how getting older sucks but can be awesome at the exact same time. You can find us online at anowthatimolder.com. We're also on Facebook as well as Google Play, Stitcher, and iTunes. Please rate, review, and subscribe to the show anywhere you find us online because that helps us out a lot. You can also find us on Twitter, Gmail, and Instagram, but it's at NTIOPod. And if you'd like to support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash nowthatimolder. And if you give to us like our badass patrons, we're going to give right back to you. You can also find us on Twitter with the hashtag Potter and Family. Potter Family is a family of podcasters that came together to cross-promote each other, spread the word about badass independent podcasts, and create a family out of absolutely nothing. If you go to Twitter and check out the hashtag Potter Family, you're going to find our show as well as the Snackmasters Incorporated podcast, the Mixed Media Force podcast, and the other F-Word podcast. And this week on episode 167, we discuss strange deaths from the guy who invented the coat parachute, a cow falling through a guy's roof, monkeys throwing bricks at a guy, and a whole lot more. So check it out. We'll be right back. Kenny, have you ever been hit by a cow? Come again? You ever been hit by a cow? Has a cow ever bucked you or pushed you or? I don't know how to respond to that question. I'm not. I don't have that much experience with cows. Period, man. Other than watching Chick Fil A commercials, I don't think I've ever interacted directly with a cow. So you've never had a conversation with a cow. You've never spoken to one. You've never shaken your fist at one. You've never had Dude, one yell lived, at you. I've never lived on on a road that wasn't part of a subdivision. <laughs> so you've never once had I've a seen cow. cows somewhat close, like you know, at the fair, but I've never like been up like maybe I petted a cow at the fair. That's probably the extent of my cow experiences. So it's safe to say you've never had a cow land in the middle of your room and fall on your bed and kill you or anyone you know. That's the stupidest question I've ever heard. Well, you say that, but in 2013 in Brazil. Uh, First Mr. of all, this is not Brazil. Jao <laughs> Maria de Souza died in 2013 in his bed in Brazil after a cow escaped from his neighbor's field. The cow walked down a hill and onto Mr. de Souza's roof and fell through it onto the sleeping man. God has just decided it was your time to go, Mr. de Souza. <laughs> if, you're freaking, if you're chilling in your bed and a cow falls through the roof, it was your day. I'm not sure why, but it's triggering the memory of a guy who, who lived with his brother and their house had a sinkhole opened up under it and the brother got eaten up by the sinkhole. Dude, if you get eaten up by a sinkhole, God was mad. 
And you did, you something. did something. Something you had done something earlier in that day. Because they, they, they had to pull that guy out of the hole. He's trying to find his brother down in this hole, and I could just only imagine how shitty. Of That's got to be a fucking terrible oh. thing because you you know he's in there, but where? And being in there, how shit? They never found that guy. See. I get that. That's that dude's probably they, in one of those Hellraiser sort of places they, where they he's just filled in the hole. Like they had up. to fill it in to keep it from getting bigger, and eventually they had to give up on looking for him. Apparently, they couldn't get any heavy equipment in there and collapse in. Very similar to "Don't have a pizza party for me." Don't fucking stop looking for me, okay? Florida, just keep coming. Keep Florida is a dark down. place, man. Everybody's like, "Let's go to Florida." I'm like, "Oh." <laughs> the beaches are nice, but I'm not going to fucking no. No, they still gonna... have sinkholes near the beaches, too. Nah, the beaches I go to don't have sinkholes. <laughs> I remember Shane dying some quicksand in a sinkhole. <laughs> I saw something the other day that said, when I was a kid, I thought quicksand would be a way bigger problem than it is. He had told Kenny he couldn't hang out with him anymore because of his pickaxe thing. <laughs> but if he had had a pickaxe to dig himself out of there with, life would have been different. Kind of ironic. <laughs> um, director Boris Siegel died while he was directing a television miniseries about World War III. Now, he didn't die because of a bullet going off from one of the guns on the World War III set. He didn't die because he fell down a hill. He didn't die because a cow stepped on top of his trailer. He died because there was a helicopter, or not a helicopter, a plane nearby that had the propellers, and he backed into one of them and was decapitated. That's pretty stupid. That's the stupidest fucking <laughs> You knew. If I'm on an airfield. No, it was a helicopter. I'm sorry. I'm on a helicopter. Any the kind of blade. field that has aircraft. If there's anything be careful propeller, about walking backwards, I will, I have to turn the lawnmower completely off just to clean anything off of it. Because the last thing I'm going to have is that story where I was cleaning the lawnmower and I was trying to get some grass out of it or something like that. Yeah, and I'm then I lost that, my arm. Never in that much of a hurry. No, there's nothing <laughs> about fucking doing the grass that makes me want to fucking leave the lawnmower running while I'm cleaning the grass. And there's never been like a speed grass cutting situation for me. I don't pick, I don't cut grass anyway, so. Why don't you cut grass? Because it's like $30 a month to have your lawn totally taken care of. And I, I I make enough not to cut grass. I actually don't cut grass either. When I first got to my house, like we, we had the uh, the lawnmower and I bought a lawnmower and shit like that and started cutting everything. And I just hated That's it. That's why every time they want to shut down immigration, I'm like, but my lawn's going to cost so much more. You know how much more grapes are going to cost? And let's be honest here, okay? Um war with china that we're getting into like you know they sell us everything right <laughs> so any the, the one this is another uh, weird situation regarding death uh during the 19th century u.s representative clement valandigham led a colorful life that included being convicted of treason and banished to the confederacy during the civil war how you get banished to the god they're like we hate you so much we want you to work for the other team you're you that can't... much of a fuck up um, and uh, make that's sure to close the Bo. door. Make that's sure what, to make sure to close the door when you get out of the Confederacy. That's what I would have done with Bo. I'd be like, Bo, you suck so bad. We're putting you on the other team as a as a. You're a Russian as now. a bomb. <laughs> you're a Russian I'll now, call sir. You, call you a secret agent, but you're too fucking stupid for that. So you're just like a a bomb. We're sitting over there, a bomb stupidity. So he was banished to the uh, to the to the fucking South during the you, Civil War. Call you stupid bomb, stupid bomb, Bo one. That's that's really good, Kenny. Um, <laughs> but you know what? <laughs> <laughs> while he was banished to the fucking um, while he was banished to the Confederacy, his supporters nominated nominated him to be the governor of Ohio in defiance of the Union. So they were like, "Nah, nah, we're gonna go ahead and nominate him to be the governor of Ohio, even though he's banished to a completely <laughs> separate place." I'm like, "Well, 
the fuck did that accomplish? He can't actually take charge. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> so apparently he continues his colorful approach in his private legal practice when he played out an elaborate demonstration attempting to prove that a murder victim could have accidentally shot himself. So he's in the courtroom trying to, you know, play out this big scenario about this guy shooting himself. Unfortunately for the guy who got banished to the Confederacy, the gun he decided to use to prove that the guy had shot himself was loaded. He shot himself. And he shot himself right there in the middle of the What was this guy banished for? It didn't say. It just said he was banished well, for treason. Google search it. I'm not going to Google search this. Because what if he was like banished for like refusing to free his slaves or something horrible? And you left that part out. That's gonna I be... didn't leave it out. It's a part of the fucking list, dude. I can't help it if it's not a part of the list. What's his name? But now we could have an answer. Valadningham. V-A-L-L-A-N-D. Whoa. That's a stupid-ass sounding name. Valadningham. That sounds like some shit that we would make up for a role-playing character. <laughs> um... <laughs> How you spell that? V A L L A N D I G H A M. It came up. It came up. Um, Clement. Clement. Yes. Whoa, Clement what a winner! Ladningham. What a winner! He was a copperhead. What the fuck is a copperhead? Apparently, it was a group of anti-war Democrats. Oh, so he's probably banished because he didn't want to fucking go to war. Yeah, he was. I think he's a pacifist. Well, that's what he gets. He's a pacifist. <laughs> pacifist who shot himself. Fuck pacifist. Oh, <laughs> uh, another lawyer about a century later. Well, at least we know he wasn't like because he was like because he wasn't an asshole. Fuck black people. <laughs> he wasn't one of the people I'm putting on my pissing grave tour. Um, because I am totally gonna go piss on some graves. Was he justice must be served? <laughs> so if you can't hit these people with a pickaxe, maybe I'll you take can go now pee on their grave. Maybe now that we've created pickaxe, maybe you'll take a picture of me just driving the pickaxe on the ground in front of their. Their uh, their headstone. And I have a collection of that. I only pickaxe dead people. That way, I can't be prosecuted. You can't kill a dead person, especially if they're six feet underground. And a pickaxe is only like a half a foot long. <laughs> Get me for fucking up the grass a little bit. <laughs> have Don't you even really fuck up the grass because it's pointy. It's not. He's putting a lawn dart in there. You're just basically like you know, Ooh, tilling the ground. Gonna have lawn darts on my fucking belt. You're gonna have Instead one. of throwing them right at you like a batarang, you throw it in the air and hope it falls on top of their head. I think Pickaxe is a terrible hero. I think he was better when he just had Pickaxe. He's an anti-hero. He's not a hero. I think Pickaxe should not have any any lawn darts. I think suddenly he okay. looks like an idiot. We'll go back to the tomahawks for sure. I think that I, I don't think he needs anything to throw. First off, you're not very good at throwing. Okay? I'm really good at throwing tomahawks. Actually, I've done it. It's okay. fun. It's actually really it's it, it's it's cathartic. So, have you ever hit the uh, glass in like a big building, like the uh, the tall like corporate buildings and shit like that, like to see how thick that glass is oh. when you're in those? <laughs> you never, you never like tapped on it to see how not thick a it was. And shit? Fucking vandal! What are you? You're always vandalizing I'm not, No, stuff. I'm not talking about like vandalizing or like I didn't, I didn't, wasn't talking about using a pickaxe. I was talking about like knocking on the glass to see how thick it was. What are asshole, you, a fucking fish in a fish tank, <laughs> fucking child. You have to tap on the glass. No. Well, Why would I tap on the glass? Well, if worked. it wasn't strong, they wouldn't put it on a goddamn building. Okay, well, you say that. There's but, storms and stuff. But about a century after uh, Mr. Valadningham got <laughs> shot in the courtroom, um, one of these uh, lawyers <laughs> attempted to show a group of his peers and his subordinates just how shatterproof the glass window in his 24th office really was, or 24th floor office really was. So he slams his chair, or excuse me, not his chair, he slams himself up against the glass. Everything's fine. He's like, look how strong this glass is. Everything's fine. I don't know if he was hammered or what, because he goes, back I'm going to do it one more time just to show you guys. Back then, they didn't have like tempered 
<laughs> he throws himself against the Lay-lay glass. glass. That, nowadays they have technology. That was just stupid to do back then. Throws himself against the glass again. There goes Ted, guys. That's the Darwin Award right there. Again, if you do some shit like that, if you do something dumb, dumb enough to fucking get yourself thrown out of a 24th floor window, Jesus, are you deserved that it. That was probably one of Bo's relatives. Why does it always come back to Bo for you? Why does it always have to be Bo is the stupid person in all these things? Because he came to represent stupid <laughs> in my life. So have you ever heard of the genius invention known as the parachute? The parachute? Yeah. You, have you ever heard of a parachute? Like what it does, like how it, it Jump breaks out of the, the airplane wind. and you fly down to the ground softly because you have a windbreaker. What, what are you asking me? Everybody knows what a goddamn parachute is, Shane. Okay. Well, what about the genius invention known as the coat parachute? A coat that actually turns into a parachute. You remember that one? You could have just started with they have this thing called coat parachute. No, I'm asking. I'm asking if you've ever heard of the awesome uh, invention known as the coat parachute. No, your delivery sucks. I don't like. That. Do you know why you haven't heard of the coat parachute? Because it kills people. Because the very first fucking person who ever tried to use a coat parachute died like an idiot. See, you could have just told me that story. You tried to drag me. You tried to make me go, go against my will and play your little games. I'm not your puppet. You, you kind of are. I'm not Wilson. Um, or no, well, what's his name? I'm not the guy from Tool Time that made Tim Allen look good. I forget what his name was, but I know you're he Al. Had, he had a his great name was beard. Al. He had a great beard. Yeah, now he's still doing Tool commercials. <laughs> Fucking good career choice, you douche. So the guy who came up with the uh, the actual parachute, the coat parachute, had to trick the guards at the Eiffel Tower back in 1912 because he wanted to test out his invention. And originally, he told everybody when he was going up to the fucking uh, Eiffel Tower, he's like, don't worry, when I get up there, I'm going to use a dummy. I'm just going to put the coat this parachute on the dummy and then make sure that it works. This guy was an idiot. And then he tried to jump off himself in a coat parachute. And he died. Did you ever try to stand on top of the house and use garbage bags to no. like parachute yourself off? No, I was a fucking stupid child. I was a fucking moron. I understand, you know, basic understanding of basic physics. If I jump off this house, this trash bag's going to tear it. I'm going to die. <laughs> it's not hard. This is a stupid plan. Um, I remember standing on the roof and having garbage bags in my hands and going, I'm not going to do this. this <laughs> I never even went stupid. that far. I would like get the trash bag and just run through the yard. So it'd make a cool flapping sound and be like, this is as good as it gets boys. <laughs> I'm not jumping off shit. I'm a fat kid. We don't do that. We get, we twist our ankles, stepping off the curb. Sometimes I'm not jumping off nothing. <laughs> I knocked the wind at myself one time trying to jump a ramp. Dude, I got stuck on a fence one time. <laughs> Oh, because it was the first time I was like going somewhere with David and Adam and, you know, trying to jump fences, the delinquent crew. It was like at the football field for some reason. It was at band practice. Okay. It was when we were all full thugs and band (laughs) and they were like, we're just going to run, jump the fence instead of running around. And I'm a fat kid. That's how it always starts for us bigger kids. (laughs) And I get, I get about halfway over the fence and then my jeans are stuck. (laughs) And I'm like, Oh God, my balls, my balls. And the way those things are at the top of the fence, those little yeah. X things, they're, yeah. they're, they're small razors. It wasn't razors. one of those fences that has a nice, clean, round top bar. No. No, no they had to have the fence that would cut you And the you fence has it. no structural stability. You jump on it, and you don't expect it to go half its size. And at that point, you're fucked because you don't fallen on it. And it's done stabbed into your jeans. you're skewered like you're fucking... And now you're fucking wedging yourself from this fucking thing. And you're like, just throw your leg over. It's going to hurt, but you're stuck on the fence. Guys, can you help me lift me off? No, you're too fat. (laughs) A girl's going to come soon if I don't get off this fence. You just have to live here from now on because you're stuck to this fence. That's when I learned how to do the run into it and flip over thing. I remember when you learned how to get your hands on it. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Lift over it and shit like that. 
I still even if you had to do the one eighty flip, where I'm talking about, where you basically dive your head over and let momentum carry you over. Yeah, see, I still never did any of that shit. Yeah, that, I, I always it's went actually to the easier. No, no, I've I've always been a big kid, and I've never been too. I've never been quite too athletic, so I just didn't. But then we switched it up, and we'd run, and one of us would grab the fence at the bottom and lift it up, and the other ones would crawl under it. When I watched Fight Club and they threw a rug over the fence and jumped over it, I was like, that's I mean, fucking genius. Why did we think of that shit? <laughs> fucking me have a rug we just brought with us everywhere we went back then because we were always doing something delinquent like that. So as you can probably tell by now, a lot of our childhood was spent trying to get around fences or barriers that we had no business trying to get past. And when I saw Fight Club for the first time, I seriously thought, why the hell didn't we think of that? Next up, we're going to run to a quick promo break, but when we get back, we're going to keep talking about strange deaths and how sometimes it's just your time to go and monkeys are the ones to send you on your way. So check it out. We'll be right back. After these messages, we'll be right back. This week on the Netflix and Swill podcast. It's 1111. Make a wish. Uh, I wish I was dead. Uh, <laughs> you the lid to my pot. Oh man. <laughs> Blooper episode. Uh, <laughs> so check out our show on Podbean, iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play Music. It's not personal, Sonny. It's strictly business. Have you ever been sitting around and said, man, I wish there was more now that I'm older than just the one episode I get every week? Well, now you're in luck. If you go to patreon.com slash now that I'm older, you're going to get stuff just like this. Why would you have fetuses as toys? In what sort of Russian nightmare cartoon do you have fetuses as toys? How the fuck have you been preparing your whole life for a woman to attack you with a samurai sword? Who prepares for that? trying to train a cat shh, army. Shh, 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 Jesus, dude, you cannot have a cat shh, army and fucking dude, firearm dude, safety. Dude, shut up. <laughs> okay. We don't need this about in public right now. So be sure to go to patreon.com slash now that I'm older, contribute up to the $10 level, and when we drop Patreon-exclusive content, you'll get to hear it every single week. And remember, getting older sucks, but can be awesome at the same time. Thanks a lot. Stay out of my way. You'll pay. Listen to what I say. How about I just go eat some hay? I can make things out of clay and lay by the bay. I just may. What do you say? Hi, I'm Luke. And I'm Jason. And we are the guys from That Film Stew. Do you like movie reviews and want to keep up to date with the latest in movie and TV news? Then That Film Stew is the podcast for you. Join us every two weeks for some good times, laughs, and firm opinions on the things we love. That's right. There's a new podcast released every two weeks on iTunes and SoundCloud. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as That Film Stew Podcast. Or head to our website, thatfilmsyoupodcast.weebly.com. That Films You Podcast. Listen, comment, follow, share. Um, did you know in Delhi, they're often plagued? When I read this, I died laughing. Did you know Delhi is often plagued by invading bands of monkeys? Shane is, is, is thrilled with the city's fucking torment by these monkeys. Well... I bet they would appreciate having pickaxe fight those monkeys. So is pickaxe going to go into uh pest No, he tells them to fuck themselves. He likes the monkeys. <laughs> I'm, an, I'm pro-animal, but not like PETA where I kill them secretly. So in 2007, uh, Delhi's city deputy mayor, uh, Surrender Singh Bajwa, died when, <laughs> died when he struck his head after falling from a balcony. 
while fending off a particularly aggressive troop of macaw monkeys. Why don't you close the door? So you're sitting around your porch. You're hanging out. You're yeah, on the balcony. If a fucking possum runs up, I go inside and close the door. <laughs> Much less a pack of fucking monkeys. They got little human hands. I ain't fucking with that shit. Dude, when we went on. I'm an animal lover and all, but I'm going to close the glass door and watch them from inside. Dude, I have glass doors. I have bars on the glass doors and shit like that. All my window. Well, at the same time, though, they have they don't have fucking air conditioning and shit like that in a lot of those buildings. Dude, they have wall units. It's not that hot. These people are just cheap. I don't know. Maybe you're a poor person. And you're staying, like I well, said, cheap. This guy was the deputy mayor, so he probably had probably air conditioning. Was, probably had air conditioning. So why do you step out and decide you're going to start fighting off the monkeys while the you're out there? The same reason people think it's a good idea to go swatting at hornet nests and then get surprised when they get stung. <laughs> I saw a fail, a fail blog video of that the other day, and I was like, every one of those people deserve it. Every goddamn one of them. One guy was trying to have his friends hold a bag. Two friends hold the bag, fucking- and he was going to cut with some kind of a tool the hornet's nest, and the idea was they were going to catch it in the bag and seal it up before the hornets could sting anybody. <laughs> and you can tell by my laughter. It's the dumbest shit I've heard in a long time. Every, everybody got stung. <laughs> One guy jumped in the swimming pool. <laughs> if that happens, I'm running for whatever kind of body of water nearby and sticking my head directly underneath and trying to stay as long as I can. I will tell you this. Living in the South, I'm sure you've had a yellow jacket experience. Oh, God, yes. Yellow jackets, for those of you who don't live in the South, they basically are like hornets, but they build their nest underground. Oh, yeah. So and if you find, run over them with the fucking lawnmower or oh, something they're fired like up that? mad. They're, they have literally have a guard that guards the door. And once he sends out the signal, it's like all on war. Yellow jackets are hard. And when he, he's at the door going, no, nah, no, nah, we got enough guys. We're looking for girls now. <laughs> he's not even like that kind of guard. It's more like an Area 51 guard. It's more like they just kill you on sight. So this motherfucker, I, I had a yellow jacket in this in this in this this house. Uh, had a pretty big yellow jacket nest. They had grown up underneath a uh, brick, and the hole was pretty big. It was like the size of maybe a silver dollar. Okay. And I was like, all right, I'm not going to, I've, I've done this many times and not every time has been good. <laughs> Gasoline is not the greatest way to kill them. I have it literally evaporates. seen my uncles get stung to fucking back because they tried to stick a pipe. Yeah. First off, they got close enough to the hole to stick a pipe into the ground where they were going to funnel gas into it. And like, right. literally as soon as they start, this is gas all bad. Into it, this is all bad plans. This is exactly, you know, or trying to pour it and just thinking, cause gasoline evaporates so fast. Well, at the same and time, it, and though, it always goes up. It, well, it goes up. So at the same time, now you've got pissed off gas covered bees. Well, running the out gas of the that gets on the bees. Those bees are dead, but these hornets are not stupid. If they were, every time it rained, they would die if you could just flood them out. Right. They've got like a bottom of a sink, a U-shape or something that makes water drain off, a.k.a. gasoline drains off. Well, I got a better idea. I went to the garage, and I knew I had a couple packs of those foggers for fogging your house. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. I went, I went commando on their ass. Because, I mean, you can't run up and then run away real fast before you get stuck. You gotta be not stupid about it. You, you can, have... but this goes back to the whole question of would you rather run 100 miles an hour or fucking fly <laughs> 10 miles an hour? I wouldn't need the flying because I did just fine with regular running. So, what you do is you get close enough and you know, you can walk within three or four feet and they won't fuck with you if you don't have a lawnmower or something that's making the ground shake. Right. So, I get there and I pop the can. 
you know, because it's, it's just a spray can. It's not like Fumigator kills you immediately. Like, it's not fucking BX gas. Right. <laughs> it's not going to drop you where you yeah, stand. You're going to be fine. So I run up and I put the nozzle down into the hole and ran. But I stuck it in there like a, not like you'd have to put a pipe. This is stupid because then you have to pour stuff in the pipe. This is like a grenade. You just set it and go. And it felt kind of like setting a flare. And I basically popped that sucker and stuck it in the hole and ran off. I came back 30 minutes later and they were all dead. Really? You didn't yeah. get stung at all? No, I was able to dig up the whole hornet's nest and check it out. That's fucking awesome. They were all dead because it, it's made to spread out. Right, he couldn't get trapped. So like it'll go down wood. the tube and back up the other side where they've dug in these U-shaped drains for water. It's a vapor. so And it's made to rise, like you said, because it's made to fill a room. Right. See, smart. That's the opposite of putting, putting trying a pipe to, in a hole and then having to pour pipe. gas down the yeah. hole. And suddenly now there's bees why coming out. They, of the, why did they just pour the nozzle from the gas can into the hole? The, the, the pipe seems like a whole unnecessary step. There's things that happened when I was a kid that I can't explain. <laughs> so, um, the other thing that I think is kind of funny when going back to the whole monkey um, finding off a troop of monkeys on your porch and shit like that. And he had a can of uh, a of fogger. fogger. He or, might have been able to fight off those monkeys or a pickaxe. Pickaxe is going to carry fogger cans. <laughs> so he's because you can buy those anywhere. You can't buy tear gas. When Kenny becomes pickaxe, he's basically becoming a very expensive ter- uh, exterminator. That's no, basically what no, he's becoming. No, I'm not going to go after animals. He's I'm exterminating saying, fucking... If you needed to break up a group of people and you didn't want to kill them, like to get away, and you had bug spray over there, that's going to fuck up their eyes and lungs just as much as tear gas. And it's it, nobody's tracking that. See? See? There's some thought that goes into being a vigilante. Pickaxe. The exterminator. So, um, talking about... Fending off monkeys. Justifier. The, just, the, just, the justice exterminator. That's what he is. So talking about the monkeys, like fighting them off your porch. Imagine if you're on the ground and a fucking group of monkeys jumps up on top of a building where there's loose bricks and they start throwing bricks at you. That's when I shoot the goddamn monkey. Um, in 2015. I'm pro-animal, but I'm not a bitch. An Indian priest from Marasha Gali in Pantna province was killed by another troop of monkeys hurling bricks at him from the roof. He was sweeping his front porch. When the monkeys began throwing bricks and one struck his ass in the head. <laughs> I'd shoot a monkey. I, dude, there's there's a thought. Like, when we went uh, to our trip, yeah, I want to say it was Belize when we saw, not Belize, Roatan when we saw monkeys and shit like that. It was awesome. Seeing the monkeys, like, where they weren't, like, angry or fucking, you know. Like, he, they weren't <laughs> fighting or anything like that. Everything was fine. But before we go up there, they give you this fucking laundry list of shit where they're like, okay, look. Don't. Have anything on you that's loose. If you have your cell phone, like sitting on a clip, they will pull that off. If you have These your glasses, are thieves. On. So we get there and they walk us through this ex- entire thing. Like, don't do this, don't do that. Like, make sure you have everything put away. Don't have a hat. Like they said, people were ripping the buttons off. Like monkeys will rip the button off the top of your hat and shit like that. They'll take your hat and put it on and run away and shit. <laughs> so they tell us all this. They say, don't bring a big bag because the monkeys will literally reach down onto your bag, unzip that motherfucker and start rummaging through it. And you won't realize it because you'll be sitting there. Oh my God, look how cute the monkeys are. (laughs) So we go, everybody's told the exact same thing. This guy goes to pet one of the monkeys. The monkey literally unzips his fanny pack, pulls out his dip, like his, his can of Kodiak or whatever, runs up a tree by like 40 feet and is banging the Kodiak against the tree, trying to open this shit up. And I'm like, these monkeys are fucking like they're vagrants. That's all they are. (laughs) Monkeys are fucking vagrants. So it's just one of those funny things that when you go to see them, they're like, um, by the way, these are not like trained monkeys. These are asshole monkeys, and they will fuck with you and steal your shit if you're not careful. 
1980, the mayor of Betterton, Maryland, died when she drowned in the town's sewage tank. How is she in the town's sewage tank? Monica Meyer was doing her own tests on her town's sewage tanks when she fell in. There would have been no chance to escape, according to officials, who said the human waste would have behaved just like quicksand. Wait a minute. This is not a mayor's job. First mayor's off, job is to hire a professional to do something like that. First off, what was she covering up that she was doing a test yeah. on her town's sewage tank? Number two, is there any worse fucking way to die no. than falling in a tank of human waste? First off, the smell. You have puked six Dude, times I before mean, you get below the, the my, my, line. My, my thought process is that when they said there was no chance, that means she had to have fallen from a distance where she was submerged. Because once you're submerged, you're not. If your head is out, you can you can stay floating. You can you can maintain buoyancy in, in quicksand. So you can equal out and not go up or down. Can't get out, but you can keep from going down. So, but if you fall from a distance, even like two or three feet, well, she was above the tank. So that's what probably, I'm saying. Yeah, she so probably she like falls, splashed into it. You're not going to land on the surface if it's mud or even mud content. You're going to go down a couple feet, and if it wasn't to where she could stand up, she's a goner. And I mean, I don't. Ooh. <laughs> just, uh, you guys can't see the look on my face, but it's just uh, oh, that's why you don't fucking test your own sewage. You have a company that's probably got ways to prevent that from happening with safety protocol. What the problem was, she's probably taking payments on the side or some shit about the sewage and shit. And she needed to make sure it was all covered up. See, that's that. Somebody pickaxe should have fucking investigated this. Is what should have happened. He might have been the one to throw her in the sewage. If he was. might have. <laughs> um, captured by the Persians during their attack on the Roman uh, Emperor Valerian in two hundred, two, excuse me, two sixty A.D., a Christian deacon was roasted alive on a giant grill. Ugh. The brave deacon supposedly taunted the Persians, shouting, "Turn me over! I'm done on this side." I don't believe that. I don't either. It, first <laughs> off, if somebody's roasted my ass on a giant grill, you're going in shock way before you're. I'm not going to be cutting jokes while I'm on the fucking... I'm probably going to be going, Oh, God! Oh, God! I'm getting cooked! Oh, God! I don't think he was taunting anybody. I, I think, think that's a brain, story that they add. I think your brain shuts down rather quickly in that scenario. This guy turned into St. Lawrence, the patron saint of comedians, cooks, and firefighters, apparently. <laughs> yeah. When I read that, I was like, No, dude. Nobody's fucking... Uh, your brain probably is not thinking about different ways that you can taunt your captors at that point. No, probably not. Um, you can't escape death. Did huh? you know that? What? Did you know that? It, <laughs> like in Fight Club. Is this a movie or <laughs> what are you talking about? This summer. You death's can't not, escape death. That's not really like an entity. It's just something that happens. It's everybody. Yeah, I guess I do. Cause everybody eventually dies. What are you getting at with this? Well, there are people out there, guys like, uh, evil Knievel and shit like that. Um, the, the, Houdini and all these guys who like defied death and they did all these tricks where, you know, they, they found ways to get around death and shit like that. And I've always been absolutely mystified by the reason that you would eat. How do you get to a point where you decide I'm going to try and kill myself on a regular basis in front of people for money? Like, do you just I, not I have the education think, to go get a real job? I don't think the plan was to fuck up all those jumps. I think he really thought he could pull them off. Well, what we're talking about is a guy named Bobby Leach uh, defied death numerous times, including being the first to go over Niagara Falls in a barrel. What finally did him in was an orange peel. He slipped on a piece of fruit and broke his leg and then died from complications that's related a, to the fall. That's some goddamn fucking bullshit right there. To do all that crazy shit and then die from something simple like that. That's got to be a dick move. Like, how do you fucking look at a, a hoop 
at the end of a ramp and say, yeah, let's set that motherfucker on fire. Some people are adrenaline junkies. I mean, why do people skydive? I'm never doing that. I don't have to. I mean, if I was a, if I was like an airborne soldier and that was my job, yeah, I'll do it. But I'm not going to do it just to, for shits and giggles. Um, in 1982, Carl McCunn paid a bush pilot to take him to a lake in a remote part of Alaska to photograph wildlife. Oh, I've heard of this guy. He stayed out there too long and ended up starving to death. Yeah, he forgot to make uh, arrangements for somebody to come pick his ass up, so he just got left out there. How hopeless is that? You, so That's they, stupid is what that is. If they find you, first off, you're probably going to have like your trousers on your head as like, some sort of like ceremonial headdress and shit. You're suddenly like, talking Dude, to wildlife. If I'm going to make a plan to be dropped off in the middle of the fucking nowhere Alaska, I'm going to make sure I make arrangements for an exit. Are you sure? Yes, I'm fucking positive. Maybe you're going to have, like, uh, I don't know, like a, he's a calendar. Lucky, he's lucky pickaxe don't go after stupid people. <laughs> you don't believe that you, you would have forgot, like, to be like, hey, man, I'm, I'm only going to be here out here for, like, three weeks. Dude, I don't go, like, to, like, a social event without an exit strategy. <laughs> I mean, me and my wife go to social events with a code word. When we get there, we're like, exactly. Hey. I'm like, if I rub my head and I say uh, abracadabra, we got to go. <laughs> Shay, chicka, chicka, boom, boom. <laughs> Okay, we got to go. Kenny's going to get crazy in a minute. What does that mean? It means chicka, chicka, boom, boom. We got to go, dude. That's 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 enough. We, we got to be out of here. So, yeah, there's plenty of people who've died for many, many stupid reasons. Um, I, I, for me, I think one of the best reasons to go or one of the best ways to go would probably be if you were um, drowned in liquor. Drowned in liquor? No, that sounds horrible. It burns the shit out of your eyes. I, I I'm want fucking Sununu. around. I would not want to. I, I want Sununu. I want to go to sleep. You know what Sununu is, don't you? What's that? It's from Futurama. It's death by doing it. <laughs> See, I don't know uh, anything about Futurama because I don't watch it. I've watched a few episodes of Futurama, and it always just felt like How a terrible How did you know version. Bender's voice if you don't watch I've watched, Like I said, I've watched a few episodes of it, mm. but I don't watch mm. enough of them like strung mm. together. My oh. wife and son are so into it, so I've like mm. been in the room while they've been watching it, but I don't oh. find it to be hilarious. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Goddamn <laughs> asshole. Story's not really adding up, Mr. Bender fan. <laughs> so George, the first Duke of Clarence, was well known for his love of liquor. When he was condemned to death during the War of the Roses, he requested to be drowned in a bottle, or excuse me, a barrel of wine. That's just stupid. When the execution was finished, his body was aptly shipped home in another barrel filled with brandy. He's pickled, basically. That's gross. So, fuck that, dude. I don't know. If I'm going to die back then, put me in the guillotine, it's over. It's over, done I, with, I'll look, move on. I love chocolate. I don't want to be drowned in the goddamn shit. That's sticky. <laughs> think, about the fuck, think about going back to the fucking... Uh, Oh, God. They drown people like this. You said go back in time earlier, not go forward in time. I just want you to think about that. What was it? Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory. When that dude falls in the chocolate, no, you're not going to fucking... You're, that's not a happy thing. That's not perfectly fine. No, that dude died in hot chocolate. Besides, dude. you don't want to eat that chocolate once your balls are submerged in it. <laughs> that's, got that's got ball and asshole on that chocolate. Uh-uh. So I think that the real moral to the list that we're doing here is that there's plenty of... You don't of, want to eat chocolate after your balls have been in it. You don't want to eat chocolate after your balls have been in it. I don't want to drink any liquor if anybody's been drowned in it or anything like that. No matter, Even back then, when liquor was a better way to consume water because it was always dirty as fuck, I don't want to consume... That's why everybody died at 40. Well, that's actually... I read something that said that's a fucking uh, a, a myth. Back then, the average life expectancy, if you got past your teen years, your average life expectancy was 50. Yeah, see, they leave that part out because so many people did die in their teens and then it brought the average age down to like 32. But think about being, think about how stupid it was back then. Like, there's, 
if you left to go get supplies, you have to ride your horse like <laughs> 30 days away to you get You want supplies. to go back to this place instead of where we have flying hovermobiles. We came, we saw, we kicked its ass. That's it for Now That I'm Older this week, guys. Thank you so much for checking out the show. You can find us online, nowthatimolder.com, Facebook, Google Play, Stitcher, and iTunes. You can also find us on Twitter and Gmail, but it's at NTIO Pod. Check back next Thursday for a brand new episode. And as always, getting older sucks, but can be awesome at the same time. Have a great week. All right, guys, this has been another episode of Now That I'm Older. I'm here with Kenny. He's decided I'm just taking take off my headphones off. off. I, have to go. I just told you. I got dirty drawers. We're not still talking about your underwear, Kenny. What the hell? Instead, only try to realize the truth. What truth? There is no spoon. There is no spoon? Then you'll see that it is not the spoon that bends, it is only yourself. <laughs>